Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is lease running out in two weeks. It's a race to the finish line. Let's hope we can make it. I'll give you the details what happened here. Another nightmare trying to put these things together without having the right attorneys and no banks. But we'll try to do it. We'll do the best we can. So as you know, we're in 28 states now. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. And we are presently available to you at 8 a.m. till 9 p.m every day except Christmas and Easter. Our phone number is 201-663-0935. 201-663-0935. Please stay in touch with us. You can call us any day except Christmas and Easter. That's it. We answer the phones constantly. Even when we're traveling, we make arrangements for somebody to pick up those phones. I've been in the South Pacific and my staff will have the phones and I'll still be on email. I was on the South Pacific on a cruise ship and uh, still checking the email twice a day. We just basically never shut off. We're here to service you. If you work with other brokers, I don't know who you work with, but um, you always look for a broker that's available essentially 24-7 because these deals, there's always something happening that need activity, and you just can't sit back and hope everything's going to be okay. It doesn't work that way. It needs constant maintenance and in intervention, like steering the ship of a... Uh, of a boat, you're always doing adjustments and readjustments on that steering wheel. Now, mostly this information is all that we're giving you is all for entertainment purposes. It is not legal or business advice. So please remember that. If you're thinking about selling to a DSO, please call us because they will pay our commission often. We know a lot about the DSOs. We don't work for them. But we recruit them in when we think it's a good deal if your practice is grossing over 1.5, 1.6, and you have at least uh, six operatories. Um, they're interested. DSOs are changing, changing quite a bit what's going on there. So, um, also, if you were, and they'll, they'll often pay our commission, so there'll be no commission to the seller. In addition, if you work with us, we'll get your legal fees reimbursed based on certain criteria will get your legal fees reimbursed at closing, okay? And we can help you there. We've done that several times. So call us and we can explain our program for that. Now, what do we have today? This is like such a mess. There is no dental attorneys involved. There's no bank involved. There's a small deal, but a small deal still requires all the steps to put a million-dollar deal together. Whether it's a deal under 100 or a deal at a million or above, there's still certain steps that are the same. So what's happening now is we're working with two attorneys, and they're great attorneys. I enjoy working with them. They have no dental experience. Both dental attorneys are calling me for advice. I'm like, I can't believe this. This is not my role. I'm here to help. I'm here to give my opinion. I'm not a dental attorney. You need a dental attorney. Both buyers figured they were the smartest people in the room and they're the seller. They're not getting dental attorneys. So you have two attorneys, nice people, I'm sure qualified in their field. 
but they don't know anything about dental care. They don't know anything about a dental contract. So the one is calling me, asking me how, how what kind of restrictive covenant you should be. The other one's calling me about what about this uh, work in progress. Then the buyer's one calls me. What? Uh, or the seller says, how much time should we give them for access to records? Then they sent me the contract. I'm like, you need a dental attorney to read this. You omitted remake policy. You omitted proper terminology for restrictive covenant. You omitted the, uh, there's a bunch of other things. I have this on another tape. But what I have here, we only have two weeks to go. No bank and two attorneys that don't know dental deals or what's required in the dental deals, number of years and what the dental banks are looking for and so forth, even though there's no bank. So I'm trying to put this thing together and I'm explaining to the bar, listen, you're dealing with landlords. This one happens to be a landlord of a large, uh, a very large complex in a, in a major city. I said, you're dealing with landlords that they don't turn on a dime and just give you a lease. They said, oh, we're, we've been talking to them. I said, well, your attorney should be talking to the uh, landlord, not you. No, we got it, Kevin. I, got, I love these words. You ready for this? We got this, Gary. We got this. Did I ever tell you the story about the guy that told me we got this? And he walked into the closing with straw hats, shorts, and a, uh, and sandals, and was leaving for Jamaica that night? I'm like, whoa. We sure got this. So they say we got this. We've been talking to the landlord. We got it covered. I said, do you have a lease? No, no, we're working on it. I said, you got two weeks to go. The lease is ending in two weeks. There is no renewal clause. And I'm telling this to the seller and telling this to the buyer. So technically, at the end of those two weeks, the seller has no lease and can be pushed out and no longer has rights to the premises. And these guys are saying, oh, we'll get it covered. I said, well, you got two weeks. You're in a major city and expect to get two weeks. Have a finished lease presented to you. They said, well, we've been talking. We're talking. We're talking to the landlord. No problem. We got it covered. I'm like, your attorney should be talking, not you. The lease is probably going to have 50 pages long. Are you going to put in there a good guy clause so you can get out in six months and things don't work out? Are you going to put in there a clause because you want to do renovations that he'll help you out with the renovations? If not, will he give you some free rent? What about the awning? Can you put an awning out with your name on it? I mean, all these things should be worked out. You can't just figure you know everything because you own an office or two offices. So this is a nightmare right now. Two attorneys that don't know what they're doing. Again, all due respect for them. I'm sure they're finding their field. But when it comes to the dental field, clueless. And if an attorney got to call me to ask me about a restrictive covenant, what the parameters are, I'm happy to give it, happy to share it. But I'm not a professional. I'm not an attorney. I'm just giving my opinion. I keep, you know, saying you've got to speak to an attorney for this. So it's just like, and then they actually asked me for the copies of contracts. I said, no, 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 it's not happening. But anyway, right now, this is a race to the finish. And we have the worst tools. We have no foundation. Two dental, two attorneys that don't really know what they're doing in our dental field. Two buyer, a buyer and a partner, that don't, or just a buyer, I don't think he has a partner, or she, is racing to the finish because at the end of two weeks from now, there's no lease. That's it. Landlord can just kick you out and you lose the whole value of your practice. You have no practice. You no longer have rights to the premises. 
it's not like you get an automatic extension. Technically, you're out. And then, I mean, the only good thing about this is when there's about a, less than three months to go in a lease, uh, and the lease terminates, well, that means is that you're going to have empty spaces. In the past, it wasn't a problem. Now, commercial leases in the summer of, or spring, summer of 23, landlords get a little more nervous. But now we're only talking two weeks. So the landlord's going to have empty space with nothing coming in. So hopefully the landlord will work with us. But this is a this is a difficult situation. And you don't want to be there. You don't want to be racing last minute. We are racing to get this deal done. And I don't even know what the contract looks like because it was written by a non-dental attorney being read by a non-dental attorney. I'm not taking responsibility of what should or should we not be in there. I could try to get my opinion, but I'm just not doing it. I am not an attorney. So these are the problems we were running into. Now we have a time problem. We got two weeks before the lease terminates and they've had discussions with the landlord. They don't have a lease in their hand. The landlord has to create a lease with his attorney and give it to them and then they have to negotiate the lease because it could have terms in there that you don't agree with. So this is what goes on and you've just got to be aware of all this and try to you get your foundation dental bank, dental attorney for the buyer, dental attorney for the seller. Set your foundation up. Some of these you know, conversations you may hear are repetitive because this happens over and over again. And now I'm going through it now and then I got another one I got to deal with. The same thing's happening. This is crazy. But that's what you do. Stay tuned to us. It's always new news. This news happens. It's cutting edge news. We don't have time for those studios and the fancy plants and the blue screen in the back. Just don't have time for that. We try to give you that it is breaking. So hit that notification bell so you'll know when the new, uh, uh, the new YouTube is ready. We're over 300 YouTubes. There's no end to this because every deal is different. Every deal is another twist. And every buyer and every seller thinks they know exactly what they're doing. They, so to speak, got this, Gary, they tell me. Yeah, tell me about it. So stay tuned to this. We hope this is vital information to take you to the next level. If you need an appraisal for your practice, too, please let us know. We'll help you out. Great talking to you. Catch you on the next video. We are looking good.